Hey guys, I am so excited. I have my friend Janessa on the podcast today. Janessa, can you say hi to everybody? Hello, so excited to be here. I am equally as excited to have you. <laughs> Your account has inspired me for so long. Oh, that is encouraging. That's, that's, I hope it is. Yes, you are definitely an encouragement to so many people. I I remember the first time I found your Instagram account and I just thought you were so cool and so talented. And now to be able to be a friend with you and an LO sister is just awesome. I know. What a joy. I love how God connects uh, people from all over the place. It's so cool. Yes, that's one of my favorite parts of social media. I know there's so many negatives, but the part that I love is just how, like you said, God's connecting all of us. Yes. So the question that I ask everybody on the podcast, everyone that comes on is, what are the most inspiring words that you have ever heard or been told? Oh, that was a hard one. (laughs) I was like, there's so many good nuggets that I have heard over the years but um there's one quote that's always stuck out to me um from bill johnson and he says if you knew who god created you to be you'd never want to be anyone else Mm -hmm. and that's just always stuck with me of like when you truly discover like what god's put inside of you like there's like even trying to be something other than that will not be fulfilling and so Bill Johnson, that quote has always kind of stuck with me, and it's a good reminder of like, oh, yeah, just be happy with who I am and who God made me to be. Wow, that's a really good quote. I'm going to write that one down. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) So what does it look like for you in this season being a disciple when you're also a mother and you're a businesswoman and you're a youth pastor and you just have so much on your plate? What does discipleship look like for you? Yeah, that... I'm still figuring this out as I go because, you know, having a one-year-old and running a business part-time and being a young adult pastor with my husband part-time, it's like there's so many moving parts. But one thing that's really helped me in this season of just having not a lot of extra time has been just being faithful Mm -hmm. in the little, being faithful in the season that God has me in. And, you know, there's seasons where you can make really big strides. um, And then there's seasons where you make little strides. And I think equally, they're both valuable. And so for me, um, living my best in this season is just being faithful for what with what God has put in front of me and doing it um, as my worship unto the Lord. And so that's kind of been what my seasons look like. And and just stewarding what he's given me uh, to the best of my ability and, and making it worship to Jesus. Mm, I love that. I love how you pointed on being faithful in the season we're in because that's something that God's recently been teaching me. We, you and I are both in similar, similar seasons of motherhood yeah. and entrepreneurship and ministry. And yeah. what I am learning, like you said, is it just takes a faithful heart. Yes, 100%. I think a lot of times we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Like we almost sometimes glamorize like, oh, being a disciple looks like this. It looks like big platform. It looks like all this stuff, which isn't bad, but it's like 
No, you can actually have radical impact where you're at Mm. with being faithful with what God's given you because he's given you something that he knows will, you can handle, but he knows that will actually impact people around you. And so I think for everyone to remember like, oh no, we just have to be faithful and just do what God's placed in front of us. And, And over time, he'll take us to the next step. He'll take us into the next glorious season. That is so, so true. My pastor was actually talking about this two weeks ago. He gave a sermon, and we're going through Acts, and he was talking about how when we're faithful to the Lord in the little things, God continues to increase what he's going to trust us with. And he was specifically giving examples of when you're at work and you see all these other people getting getting promotions and you feel like you should get that promotion instead of harboring jealousy or anger we should be thanking God for them and being faithful for where God has us because where we are is where he needs us and like you said the spot that God has us in is a place where he needs us to make that impact even if we never hear the impact we make like we know that God's able to work through us Yes, so true. And there's things that God wants to deposit in us in that season too. Like there's things that can only be received in that particular season. So I think it's God's heart that we don't end a season prematurely. You know, mm-hmm. it's like if you if you end it prematurely, you're going to lack the nutrients. You're going to lack the development that was necessary to happen in that place so that you can thrive. You know, you need to thrive in the next coming season. So yeah, I totally think that faithfulness is so important and and just living that out well and being a disciple and and where God has you definitely I love how you gave the imagery of nutrition it, it kind of reminded me of being like a baby and you can't be a, a toddler until you've gone through that baby stage and you know just so on and so, yes. so forth <laughs> Yes, so true. <laughs> so in this crazy season of life, like what do you do to make sure that you're making God a priority with all the different moving parts in your life? Yeah, I think for me, it's really just continually staying connected. Um, and that can look like so many things. You know, I don't necessarily have the same amount of time like I did pre-baby, right? Like, I don't have the hours to get in the Word. Sometimes there's days where I'm like, I have five minutes, I have ten minutes, but one thing that the Lord's spoken to me over time is it's quality over quantity, and Mm. to really know that, like, God cares about the quality, He cares about our heart, and so even throughout the day, if I have a little bit of a busier day, I'll be intentional with doing life with God. And I think a lot of times we like to compartmentalize like I do Sunday with God and then I kind of do my week and then I like come back to the you know and I think God's like hey I want to do life with you like I want to do work with you I want to I want to do that creative project that you're doing with you I want to you know God actually wants to do things with us and when we can see our connection time with the Lord through that lens of like oh I'm doing life with God it actually creates this continual flow of intimacy and connection with him and I think that's a lot more of a doable in some ways for me it takes intentionality for sure and it takes time to develop that muscle of like continually bringing God into those things but for me that's just been a really life-giving way of just staying connected with God because sometimes I don't have the hours upon hours but all those little moments in my day kind of build up and continually just connecting with God in those or just staying in tune with the Holy Spirit 
it really helps, you know, your connection and keeping it strong. That is so good. I think that's good advice for anyone listening in any season, just to be connected to God and do life with him. Yes. No, for sure. (laughs) And God wants to do life with us. That's the truth. (laughs) That is so cool. And like when we realize that, I think we realize what an involved father he really is. Like he is literally right beside us. It always makes me think of um, the poem, The Footprints in the Sand. Mm. that one's like so yeah. popular yeah no it's so true and and really god wants you know god has a sense of humor god is a good friend and just like we would share with our best friend the the little mundane things in our day in our week like god actually wants to hear those things even though we can say well god knows everything why don't I need to tell him no, like he, he actually loves to engage with his kids and he loves to engage over the mundane things. And he has things to say, like he wants. And even if it's not spiritual, it's he actually has something to say about things. And, and I think we forget that side of God. Of He likes to connect with us over the simplest things as well. Mm, I love that. And I really love what you said, like he has things to say to us because recently I've been um, – just asking God to speak in my life. And he put it on my heart that he can only speak to me when I am willing to listen and when I'm open to him. And and I'm not going to hear God speak and none of us are going to hear God speak unless we're in our Bible, unless we're in prayer and, and unless we're connecting to God, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And, and the truth is, is God is he's he actually is always speaking (laughs) he's and it's just our our attention it's Mm, us setting our attention and really leaning in and you know jeremiah 30 um gosh is it in jeremiah i'm I'm, my brain is stopping right now but um call to me and i will or seek me and you'll find me when you seek me with all your heart And just seeking God, like you, when you seek God, you will find him. Like he is there to be found. He's there to be, um, to be heard. And we just got to turn our attention and our affection. That is so good. And so, so when you were writing your book, did you approach that with the same mindset that this is for the Lord? Did you like, how did that opportunity come up and how did you go forward in it? Like, what did that look like? Yeah, so it's actually a pretty cool story. For a long time, I've been wanting to create some kind of book, um, and I, but I just never felt like, you know when God gives you a dream? I love dreaming with God, and I encourage anyone listening, dream with the Lord. That like God wants to put God-sized dreams in you, not the dreams that are like can be attained through your ability, but it's like the impossible dreams that only God can do. Mm-hmm. And so this is like one of those dreams of like, oh, I have this dream. I want to write a book. I want it to be in Target and all these big box retailers. And but I just never felt the grace to pursue it. And just like waiting on the Lord, that's kind of been my motto. My last name is Wait to W A I T. So it's a constant reminder to wait on the Lord. Like He will do it. And um I had this company reach out to me and they want, and it felt right. It it was like right when I was, um, gosh, four or five months pregnant in 2020 pandemic hit. And, uh, you know, they were like, Hey, we feel like this would be a good fit. And it felt right. Like I said, yes. And, and still a lot of my, 
I was actually very pregnant when I was right doing the designs. I think I was like eight months pregnant at that point, nine months, 10 months. And it was like, I think actually I finished the book two weeks before Jasper was delivered. It was like right to the end, actually. Um, And a lot of the designs came. So my book is just full of um, inspirational quotes, kind of like my Instagram without the caption in a book. (laughs) And a lot of it just came from, you know, I don't know. I don't know exactly how to describe how I got inspired, but some of it just came um, from just sitting there with God, being okay. God, let's. What are we going to create? And just letting it flow through. That's the the best way I can describe it. And then there's other days where I just did not feel inspired, but I had to press through the block and kind of tap into my creativity through discipline so there is it's it's kind of both ends there are days where you just wake up and you're like I feel so inspired I don't know why but I honestly think that's like the Holy Spirit and the anointing and there's days where I can feel it and I'm like oh I'm just gonna create like I can tell when I'm create feeling more creative than other days and then the days where I don't feel creative I know I have to press through the feeling and kind of discipline myself to do it so that's kind of how the book kind of came to be but a lot of the designs were prayerfully picked a lot of them were um picked maybe some of them were more like through colors I could feel something on the colors on some of the designs and my heart behind the book is really that anyone who picks it up and opens the page that they will be ministered through the quote at the exact moment that they needed it and that mm. it would be almost like a prophetic book that when, when they pick it up, it would be drawn to the right page at the right time. Mm. I love that. That is that that gives me chills because what <laughs> what a beautiful intention for a book that is beautiful. I mean, you're so talented and and uh, thank to, you to know even more the heart behind it and to know the way that it's going to be able to impact people and and the prayer that you've been praying over it for these women or these whoever reads this book is just so cool. Mm, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when you started hand lettering and you started your Instagram, how did you feel so inspired and I think I could answer this question but I know a lot of people always ask me this so I want to ask you how did you get so bold to share your faith because that's something that a lot of people get stuck in and I think a lot of people are hesitant to share faith because of pushback yeah I mean for me oh the beginning was really just out of obedience I mean we either we, we can either live for the praises of man or for God. And I think it's important to remember, like, we only have a very short life on earth and it's worth giving everything to God, even if it costs us a reputation, even though if it costs us friendships, like it's so worth being bold for Christ. And, and people are listening, they're watching, they want to see believers who are full of conviction and you being full of conviction, you sharing boldly, it may not happen overnight, but taking those baby steps, like God will help you along the way. And for me, I started off with just being obedient and I knew that God had asked me to do this and I just kept being obedient with it. And the more I I obeyed, I felt like it really did strengthen my confidence. And the more I just began, and, and in general, like as you grow in your faith as you get more secure in your identity as you grow as a christian 
like you sh- we should all be growing in boldness as well because we're becoming more secure in who we are we're more concerned about what god thinks and and um yeah it's a process but definitely encourage people listening to um take that step whether that's you just sharing your testimony or saying to someone god loves you <laughs> just like something so simple but starting somewhere and letting god teach you and letting the Holy Spirit be your teacher in that and help you grow in that. Mm, that is so good. It goes back to that obedience again. Mm-hmm. Yes. God loves <laughs> obedience. <laughs> yes. So what do you do if you ever get like hateful comments or rude comments and like how do you handle that in a way that is graceful and God honoring? Yeah. I mean, I don't get like a ton of hateful messages. If I, if I do get someone that kind of like is genuinely asking like a question that doesn't agree, but it's asking, I'll try to answer there. Um, or I'll just shoot them a DM. Uh, but sometimes I do get the comments where you're like, Oh, you're just here to stir things up. And I'm not going to engage in that. Like I can, I can sniff those kind of comments out pretty easily (laughs) where I'm like, you don't actually want to know. You just want to, like a spirit of division or something that's weird and I just don't engage but for the most part I try to um you know just point people back to Jesus or point people back to like hey this is this is where I see it biblically or this is and I also get context sometimes people just take things out of context that's probably the biggest kind of um I don't I wouldn't call hateful comments but they're kind of like like, I totally disagree. This is not from the Lord. This is not the word of God. I'm like, okay, there's context to everything. <laughs> so I usually try to explain, give more context. And I'm not going to get it perfect every time, obviously, too. And I'm growing um, as a communicator. But definitely, that's kind of a couple ways I handle that. I love that. That is so graceful. And I think that for anybody listening, even myself, that that is great tips to take and to learn from because I know that I've gotten a lot of a lot of pushback, even more so recently than I have in the past. Um, yeah. And I know if anybody's listening and getting inspired or maybe already has been sharing online, like handling those things gracefully is important. Yeah, no, it's true. And I think the important thing is that if you do get the pushback not to be intimidated by it um you know we're we live in a time of cancel culture and unfortunately that's just what it is but not being intimidating and let fear keep you from being a voice of truth um because the enemy is just intimidated by us that's the truth like he is actually afraid and so he'll try to bring all this other stuff external stuff to try to shut us down so just encouraging for those who are like, oh, all I do is get shut down. Like, don't stop. Like, your voice is important. God's given you a message. And be faithful with it. Um, it's going to touch. If it t- touches at least one person, it's worth it. Amen. Like you said before, it's not about how many people that you're impacting. And it's not about hearing mm-hmm. that applause. But it's just knowing, like, when you talk about Jesus, like, that's impacting people. Like, even if somebody's yes. not going to say it to you, like, go out and talk about him. Live for him because that's going to have a ripple mm-hmm. effect. Yes. Our, Come on, girl. Our pastor once explained it by um, planting seeds, and he said that sometimes we just plant the seeds by our witness, and it's not our job to water them or to watch them grow, and, and there's different seasons for that. So I think a lot of what we can do online with how we witness our lives is planting those seeds. 
One of my favorite things about you is in your Instagram bio, you say that you help champion other women in their faith. And (laughs) I just think that is so cool. So what are some ways that you think that other women like myself and others could practically be championing women every day in their faith? Yeah, I mean, I think we probably... I know a lot of us, we think, like, we'll have thoughts of, oh, way to go. Like, you see someone doing something, you're like, oh, that's awesome. You think it eternal internally. But instead of just thinking it, like, reach out to that person and tell them. Like, women need to hear from other women that people are championing them. Because to that woman, she may feel, like, alone. But maybe there are, like, 100 people around her being like, no, we're so for you. I fought it. And I'm like, inside my heart, I'm so for you. But we actually need to hear it from each other. We need to hear it through a text or through a voice memo or through a DM. However, it is like being bold and being encouraging is so needed. And we need each other. We rise together. We're better together. I love that. I know that that is so true in my own life because just getting a text from a friend or or getting a sweet comment can literally make the day so much better. When it's like a rough day or when something happens, you can either like recall that message or that message comes at the perfect time. Yes. And women, we need encouragement more than like we even know. Like we need affirmation. We need... um, people to come alongside of us and say you're doing a great job like because you know I think it's easy for us to be so hard on ourselves like we can be we can tend to be really critical thinkers against ourselves but having other women like be that woman that you want for someone to be to you like Mm -hmm. be that friend be that voice and um speak truth over a friend tell them that they're doing amazing it's incredible um how much it's just crazy to think how much we we actually need that. We don't know until we actually hear it. And then we're like, oh, I needed that. And I didn't even know it. I think that is so true. I mean, um, my husband and I do a study and it's called Love and Respect. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that book. Mm, no. It's so good. It's about biblical marriage, and it just talks about this crazy cycle, um, and it explains how women need to feel loved, and it, it's, like, innate in us, and that's how God created us, and it's so true in all of our relationships. Like, we need to feel loved and appreciated, and I think especially, I know for me in this season of motherhood, I am so critical on myself, and someone just saying, like, wow, you're doing a great job, or wow, you're handling that so well well is just so Uh inspiring and empowering and you're like okay I got this Uh, yes no it's so true (laughs) (laughs) what is one piece of advice or kind words that you want the woman listening to this podcast today to leave with to feel inspired by yeah I mean I think there's one thing I can say is for you to know that you have a voice that God has put a message inside of you. And even if it feels like, I don't know, I think my encouragement would be to not disqualify yourself, to be a voice and and not to buy into the lie that, oh, there's already so many voices out there. Mine's not important. Well, it is important because no one carries the message that you carry like you. And to be bold in your faith and whether that's, um, you know, evangelism or whether that's on social media or 
wherever talking to a stranger and just telling them God loves them, just being um, willing to use your voice for God. And you're an influencer is what I would say. You are an influencer, not because of how many followers you have, but you're an influencer the moment you said yes to Jesus Mm because you are a follower of him. And so you are an influencer and God wants to use your voice. Wow. I love that. That is so good. Mm, come on. Well, I hope hope it helps somebody or encourages one person. <laughs> I'm sure it will. I mean, it encouraged me right now. Come on. Oh, so good. <laughs> so how can listeners find you online and connect with you and get your book? Yeah. So, I mean, Instagram is a great way to connect. Shoot me a DM. I get all, I try to at least reply to all of them or connect with people through there or you can email me um to connect say hi or if you heard the podcast at hello at janessaway.com and then for my book you can just find it on my website um on amazon or barnes and noble in stores target.com um but my website is just janessaway.com so awesome well thank you so much for hanging out with me today yes of course so fun and love what you're doing and just pray it blesses even more people